Well, hey, thank you so much for joining me. For our listeners, we're here with Jonathan McCarty of Blue Engine. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with you guys today. I know we've had Blue Engine for some conversations before. Yeah, you guys got to chat with our CEO, Jesse. She's great. Yeah. It was a really cool conversation to hear. In case listeners haven't heard that one, could you tell us a bit about Blue Engine? Sure. So Blue Engine is an education nonprofit that works primarily with schools and districts in developing their teachers, their leaders to implement co-teaching in classrooms, particularly in inclusion special education classrooms, so that we can really reach this goal that we have that all is all, and every kid deserves an excellent opportunity in the classroom, and every kid deserves to get what they need in the classroom. And so we work really intently with teachers to you know, co-plan, divide and conquer, think really smartly using data to build a program in their classroom where all of their learners are being included in all parts of the day and getting exactly what they need to be really successful and have really great academic outcomes. Wow. Yeah, sure. You talk about the the data and the kind of amassing it all together to come to conclusions, yeah. actionable conclusions. What are some of the key trends you're seeing in education? Yeah, you know, I think like, first off, we have to acknowledge, right, that the impact of the pandemic is very real still, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's 2023, you know, lots of the lockdowns and closures are a year or two years in the past, but we're really still seeing teachers in this moment of trying to catch up. I think that it's had some really interesting impacts in the way that people are looking at teaching in general, which is really cool. You know, I think we're seeing teachers flip the classroom, right? All in the idea of wanting to save time. They're sending materials in advance. They're utilizing those online resources, right, that they've had to be able to you know, just kind of squeeze out all the instruction they can. I think specifically in co-taught classrooms and inclusive classroom settings, like we're really kind of seeing teachers dive in in a new way with each other, right? We're seeing this push towards, I think data has always been a part of the education conversation, but oftentimes it's kind of lived at the classroom level with teachers just because we know our teachers are working so hard every day. Right. And now teachers in inclusive co-taught settings are saying like, okay, yes, we know class-wide data. Let's start diving in and looking at individual kids and like look at what their needs are, what their IEPs say, and like how can those modifications, those accommodations start to benefit other kids in the classroom as Mm -hmm. well, right? We all know just because I didn't have an IEP as a student didn't mean that I could have benefited from the use of a graphic organizer or something like that. And so just getting folks to see their classroom as a group of students that all could be getting some sort of modification or accommodation to be successful. And that is really starting to be the way we're seeing our teachers start to think, which is really exciting. It is. Yeah. It sounds like a lot's changing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of shifts just in general around the way in which we're having to approach. I think some of it comes from teachers wanting to panic a little bit and, and there is that urge, right? I can't imagine the thought of like, I have students that have been out of school for two years and now we've got to get them back up. But it is also, I think we're seeing teachers start to lean into that and just be like, great, like this is amazing, let's get to work. And so it's been really encouraging and empowering to see, I would say, right? You see teachers really just start to say, this has happened and we've really got to get this moving. And they're just thinking in new and unique ways. And creativity is through the roof, which has been really exciting to see. Along those lines, what resources and supports are you seeing really work right now? Yeah, you know, I think... First and foremost, I think, is like high-quality instructional materials in schools and classrooms, right? I think having a research-based foundation from which you are working from is just going to give 
it takes a load off a teacher, right? Like when I was a teacher in a classroom, we didn't really have HQIM was not a, a term that people used, but you know, I had to build everything from scratch. And it's like the amount of time that it took me to craft and create something that may or may not been correct, right? Because I was trying to figure it out on my own. I wasn't able to then put that same energy into responding to what happened based on those lessons. And so sure. in class or in schools where we're seeing success, you know, they've invested in high quality instructional materials. They've invested in the development of teachers to be able to execute on that. So teachers are getting like a really solid foundation of where to go from there. The other thing I'll say, and 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 I know that people always laugh when I say it, is just time. Sure. Right? Like I think in co-taught classrooms, our teachers are seeing so much success when they're able to take the time to work together, to look at data, to build materials, to say that how they're going to respond and divide and conquer their class to be able to give kids what they need. But time in a in a catch-up period, just it, it's not a real reality, right, in some situations sure. because we are cramming so much into the day. I think that what we're seeing work in absence of that is just teachers are getting to use very strong, routinized, mm. you know, protocols to plan together, right? So it's a maybe it's a 15 to 30 minute chunk of time per day, maybe it's twice per week, but they're able to say, great, let's pull out the data, let's sort our kids very quickly, and let's build a plan for tomorrow. Mm. And where they're seeing small wins with that in a way that they can be a little bit more strategic in the way that they execute maybe their next day's lesson, be it unfinished learning or stretching kids that need to be stretched. But we see them really winning when they're able to just get that quick routine down that has them look at all of the things that they need to. And that's probably, I think, been the most successful thing that we've seen, actually, when we have that come through, because it's just, it takes a little bit of the think work out of it, right? Mm-hmm. When you're able to just say, great, next, 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 and keep moving, and you do it every day. It's been really cool to see. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah my next question was going to be, you know, you talked about what's working and what's really mm-hmm. going well. And my next question was, what's still missing? And I yeah. know you mentioned time as as a big part of that. Mm -hmm. I think time, you know, just being able to get folks a space to do, to work (laughs) during the school day, right. When they can be with their peers. But on top of that, I think, and, and something that we see is very successful and something that we see is a great need is, is just coaching and development work with teachers. I think oftentimes we've looked at a coaching relationship has been, I get observed, I get feedback, we move on, right? But that is that is a good portion of what it looks like to really mm-hmm. dive in with folks. And, you know, just like teachers are strapped for time, leaders often are as well. But we are seeing the impact of at-bats, right? Like actual practice, not just me sitting down and saying, this lesson looks really great. Here are the three things that I would change. It's, okay, here's something that I think would make a huge impact tomorrow. Let's practice it. Let's write that lesson together. Let's build mm-hmm. that questioning structure. Let's look at your data together. And actually giving teachers the support that they would give their students. You know, sure, you know, we sure. want to model all the way through for what it looks like to build a strong development program. And in situations where that is not happening, you're just not seeing the impact. And teachers are often feeling like, I don't know what's next. What am I supposed to do? Because they've been given feedback, but maybe not something more actionable that they can act on. Hmm. Yeah. I, I love that idea of of administrators or principals or or whatever modeling the same right. sort of relationship with teachers as those teachers would have yeah. with their students. That's wonderful. You know, we we never ask students to master something in one day, right? Mm. We never ask a kid to hear me teach you one thing, practice a problem one time, and be able to do it perfect for the rest of their life. Teachers are the same way. Adults are the same way. We need practice. We need help. We need 
growth over time. And I think that relationship will foster a much more impactful program for kids because teachers are able to then just continue to hone because teaching is a craft. We always forget, mm-hmm. you know, it's not just a, an occupation. It's a, it's a craft. It's a passion. Hmm. You know, part of what we at the Educating All Learners Alliance, you know, kind of our primary work is helping to create what we call a pathway to possible sure. for educators and organizations across the country. Can you provide some examples of specific schools or educators' work with Blue Engine and yeah. and its impacts? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, I, th- I want to say that the teachers and, and partner schools that work with Blue Engine are some of the most incredible people that we've I've ever engaged with. And they're so eager and so excited to do the work with us. And I think we see wins at every level, right? Like with multiple altitudes. We see a first-year co-teacher at one of our partners in Louisiana, Redesign Schools, who you know, didn't really sign up for it, just kind of got thrown into it. But their growth in just looking at the way that their students are thriving and not thriving in their classroom and the ability to make decisions based on that has been tremendous. We see, you know, leaders leaning in in our capacity model, building model, where, so a colleague of mine, his name is Ray Kenyatta, is working with a parish in Louisiana called Lincoln Parish Schools in Ruston, Louisiana. And he has done tremendous work at the capacity building level, working with the district and developing their coaches to work with their teachers. And in Blue Engine classrooms in that district, we have seen that not only are the Blue Engine co-teaching classrooms outperforming other classrooms at the same subject and grade level, but their students with disabilities are also outperforming. They're just same age peers, general education peers in other settings. And we're seeing that as just a product of leaders investing in the planning, the data, the coaching. And leaning in with teachers in a way that is a little outside that traditional observation feedback cycle, but the gains that those kids have made is just really tremendous. It's really mm-hmm. great to see. What do you see as sort of the long-term impact or even even mm-hmm. the short-term impact of the work that Blue Engine is doing, the work that ELA is doing in giving all students and all teachers really access to a much better learning environment Yeah. Um, And even the partnership between the two organizations. I mean, I think that it's so important. I think we always look at, in education, we have this problem, I would say, where we're trying to fix the thing now, right? We're trying to just do something that's going to make a change in the the immediate, and we don't always look long-term. And I think that partnerships of organizations like ours are, are taking this step back and we're saying, yes, in the immediate, we need to fix this student learning piece from today's lesson. But also, we need to look at a greater level of the system itself sure. and start talking about what it means at the school level to develop a program so that students feel included, right? Because we know that when students feel included, there are so many psychological benefits to that. There are so mm-hmm. many, you know, just feeling included out and belonging outside of just like in the classroom. It starts at such a young age. That impact in the short term, happier, healthier kids, right? In the long term, it's like a more well-balanced folks with like the ability to engage and be included in society as a whole. I mean, I know that sounds super lofty, but I really do see it as kind of the way that we're moving forward. Outcomes are tied to inputs, Mm -hmm. right? And if we input time, energy, solutions into now our children who need us more than ever in these times... And think strategically with partner organizations like ELA, like Blue Engine, to develop those programs to keep them included in the classroom, to help them to feel like they belong and that their education is for them. Mm. Imagine how that translates down the line into their own children, or maybe they want to come back and be a teacher themselves and 
You and I both know that we have a need for many new teachers and, and, and folks that are feeling empowered about this work. And I just think I get excited about it. You can kind of tell I'm rambling a little bit, but I just think the sky's the limit and it, it starts here, right? It starts with thinking about ensuring that every individual child is given what they need. And when that happens, kind of the opportunities are endless for them. Hmm. Well, Jonathan, I've, uh, I've enjoyed talking to you about what Blue Engine's yeah. up to. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Anything you are, are dying to say? Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Uh, I, I love listening to, to all the content you guys put out, and it's been really great to chat with you as well. I mean, I think look us up. You know, we are always sure. looking for new and exciting places to engage with districts and teachers. And so please reach out to us if something you've, we, I've said or you've heard from us sounds great. And, you know, keep thinking and leading towards classrooms being an inclusive place for every kid. I just, you can't underscore that enough. It's just the wave of the future that we need to be investing in. Wonderful. That's a great note to end on. Yeah. You can find Blue Engine at blueengine.org. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you. 